Ringler. This is Ringler Radio, a podcast where we keep you current on the latest news from the settlement industry, updates on nationwide litigation, trends in the legal and insurance industries, and everything in between. Ringler has been helping injured people and their families since 1975. So when it comes to objective settlement solutions, the consultants at Ringler are your go-to experts. Hello to our podcast audience and welcome back to Ringler Radio. I'm your host, Phil Krause. And I'm Matt Ross. In the world of personal injury, the attorney must consider the various moving parts when settling a case. One consideration that needs attention is the client's financial well-being both now and into the future. Today, we welcome Hiram Montero, a personal injury attorney and mediator who has a history of success with protecting his clients' financial futures. When Matt and I spoke with Hiram, he enlightened us about his 30-year legal career and how he's seen changes in the industry that have solidified his belief in the value of structured settlements and settlement consultants. We really enjoyed chatting with him, and we think you'll enjoy what he had to say. So, Phil, push that magic button, and we'll get this thing rolling. Sure thing. Here we go. Hi, Montero. Just want to thank you for joining us today. It is a pleasure to be here with you today, Phil. Harm, what's your uh, your recollection of working with structured settlements and the first time that you utilized one in one of your cases? My first recollection of utilizing a structured settlement, uh, an annuity, was in the late 1980s when mediations f- first became... Um, popular in the litigation field. And in those days, the consultant, which is really what we're talking about, the consultant for an annuity or a structured settlement would come to the mediation. And the consultant was really more of a mathematician. The consultant would come into the mediation with figures, charts, and explain how a certain amount of money would be carried forward, carried forward over the lifetime of the client to satisfy his or her needs. That was my first experience. And to be quite honest with you, the experience then was more of a tutorial. It felt like I was in a math class uh, and I was being given a tutorial on figures and charts but the human aspect was missing. That's my first recollection. So, Hiro, I'm really curious. You talk about being in a math class in the 1980s. Have you graduated since from that math class over time? Has there been an evolution in how you view either the annuity product itself or the structured settlement consultants that you've worked with over the years? Absolutely. Not only has there been an evolution, the human touch has been brought in. The consultant now comes to the mediation. I, I'd like to use the, the term provider, and I know that it's not, it's not the correct term, but I like to use it. The consultant comes into the mediation providing a product that is going to benefit my client, and he's going to explain to us why it's going to benefit my client. That consultant becomes schooled with the needs of my client, meets my client at the mediation, discusses the needs of the client with me, with the parents, with the spouse, with the children of the client. 
gets a feel for this is what this client needs. And there may be other products that this consultant has that will better satisfy the needs of my client. So now we become a team. That consultant now becomes a provider because he's working hand in hand with me. We're part of the same team. Those are all great points, Hiram. And what I really like about what you just said is both the human element and kind of that team and collaborative effort. So can you tell us a little bit more about the different ways in which you tend to use a consultant on a case and how that compares maybe to some of your colleagues? Well, you know what? We're all different. Human beings are different. I don't have to tell you that. Um, Not all lawyers think alike, act alike, and not all consultants think alike, act alike. I make a commitment to my client when he or she retains my services. I spend time at their homes. I spend time with their families. I want to know who they are. I want them to know that I care. To me, that is extremely important. And with the consultant who's going to be providing these services, I interview the consultant. I learn about the products he or she is offering. I want that consultant to be, in order for him or her to be part of this team, he needs to understand the needs of my client. So whether, if we're talking about a situation, let me give you an example. Let's say we, we've got a client who has small children and that client can no longer work because of the catastrophic nature of the injuries. I want to make sure that the consultant is aware of the children, what the needs of the children are, what the aspirations of those children are, the house that they live in, what kind of a mortgage do they have in that house, the spouse, what are the spouse's needs in order to, now that the spouse becomes a single parent and having to take care of these children, how can a consultant providing an annuity providing a structured settlement really do so effectively unless I am willing to spend the time educating this consultant so that that consultant can turn around and become a heck of a provider for my client and the family. That's the only way to do it. So you build this team with this consultant who's acting as your provider of services and you're obviously a successful trial litigating attorney. So you, stra- strategy in your mind is probably paramount as how you present a case, how you work with your client, how you approach the other side. I'm wondering if when you once you get your consultant on your team and you've decided who that is, is there a timing aspect to bringing them into the case at a particular time? Does that send a potential signal if you show up to a mediation with a se- structured settlement consultant with you? to the other side when you're in mediation or settlement conference? Excellent question, Matt. And when the consultant comes with me to a mediation, it's not the first time I've met that consultant. It's not the first time the consultant has met my client and the family of my client. By far, I have already met this consultant early on. I don't wait until the end to meet the consultant. I get the consultant involved early on while the case is in litigation. So the consultant's plan that he will be providing to my client, the structure, the annuity, is one that has history. 
history based on a relationship that has already been created. So yes, when I show up at the mediation with my consultant, you better believe it makes a statement because the other side can see by the interactions that are present at the mediation and the mediator can tell that that consultant is a member of our team and that consultant is letting our client know how much he or she cares for the well-being of that client. Hiram, I love the uh, kind of the comparison between, again, the first interaction that you've had with a consultant where it was very almost transactional in nature. And now this evolution where they're not just a member of your team, but an important person on that team that you're bringing in early and often to make sure that the client has ultimately what you're looking for long term in terms of stability. Um, what other misconceptions have you overcome with time with regards to settlement consultants? Well, the misconception that I, it's, it's the most obvious misconception. From, from your client, my client's perspective, he or she wants to know why, why are you bringing somebody else into the picture here? I've got a, uh, an uncle that can help me. I've got a, uh, an aunt that can take care of things, or I've got my uh, pastor that's going to advise me, or my rabbi, whatever the situation. Human beings, uh, by the time they have a catastrophic injury and an accident, they've built relationships in their lives. But I venture to say that few, if any, have built a relationship with a consultant that has the knowledge and the skills to provide a structure and an annuity because they've never had the need to do so. So it's incumbent upon me as their attorney to introduce this person. And that's what I was saying earlier. You can't introduce that person to your client at the mediation at the last moment. No, that person has to be introduced early on. So their relationship is now being created, developed. That's the way to do it. If you don't nurture that relationship early on, there's not going to be any trust because everything is based on trust. And the client is not going to trust the consultant who is going to become the provider of these products. So Hiram, as we, as we close our time together, I'm curious, I mean, you give counsel every single day in your role as an attorney at law. I'm hoping you can give maybe some counsel to your colleagues that are probably listening to this podcast. So what would you want to leave some parting thoughts to your colleagues about Structure settlement consultants and the work that they do overall. I, I, I'd like to close by saying that we cannot be successful for our clients by just showing them how much we know. We have to show them how much we care. And the only way that we show our clients how much we care, which is really the core, the foundation of our relationship with our client is to bring to the table people that are going to be part of our team, that are going to be there to assist us in properly evaluating the needs of our client and in effectively providing a product that is going to satisfy their needs for the rest of their lives. My friend, this is what it's all about. So I encourage every attorney who's out there, every insurance adjuster who's out there, every consultant who is out there, just remember the old axiom. No one wants to know how much you know. 
They want to know how much you care. Hiram, always a pleasure spending time with you. Really appreciate the input and, uh, and the thoughtfulness of your comments today. And for those of you that are joining us today, you can reach out to Hiram. We'll have his contact information in the podcast. And again, Hiram, thanks again. We appreciate your time. I'm honored to have been here. Once again, a huge thank you to Hiram Montero for sharing his philosophy and his time with us today. I'd also like to thank our Ringler Radio sponsors, American General Life Company, Berkshire Hathaway, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Ringler is proud to partner with each of these companies as they provide competitive products for individuals seeking security for their financial futures. If you've been injured in an accident, or if you'd like to learn more about Ringler's partners and services, visit us at www.ringlerassociates.com, where you can find your local settlement consultant.